This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Have you ever held a meeting only to find yourself doing all the talking? Is your team hesitant to share their ideas, even when they're asked? Today, we'll talk about how to create an atmosphere where communicating ideas is encouraged. But first, I need to thank our sponsor, GoToMeeting. Summertime means summer interns. Since Lisa B. Marshall interns work from home, we use GoToMeeting by Citrix to meet and work together. It's easy to start meetings. It's just a click, and the interns can join from their iPads. I like it because it's as if we're working together side by side. We can talk and work on documents together like we're face-to-face. It's really great. If you need to collaborate with your team or your clients, I recommend GoToMeeting. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. Don't wait for the special offer. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click on the Try It Free button, and then use the promo code PODCAST. Be sure to use that promo code PODCAST. In many organizations, employees are afraid to speak up. And unfortunately, this happens much more frequently than we'd like to admit. Employees fear that their ideas will be rejected or their careers will suffer negative consequences as a result of making a suggestion, especially if the idea ultimately doesn't work out. How can you create an atmosphere where communication is encouraged? Here are four tips to help you get your employees to open up. If you want your employees to share their ideas, let them talk first. Give them the problem and ask them for their ideas for solving it. Rather than toss out an idea of your own, wait for replies. For example, if you say, we're a couple days behind on our schedule and our partner XYZ is concerned, what can we do to guarantee we'll meet our deadline? I think we need to hire a few more people. Any other ideas? In that example, your employees probably have a number of better ideas than just hiring more people. But unless you've created a culture where questioning ideas is encouraged, you just shut down the meeting by throwing out your idea first. Instead, try something like this. We're a couple of days behind on our schedule and we need to catch up. I brought you here because you're the ones doing the work. I need you to tell me what we can do to get back on schedule. An opening like this will likely encourage realistic solutions from team members because they feel empowered to solve the problem. By the end of the meeting, you'll have a plan in place that everyone has given input to and agreed upon. My next tip is to be open-minded. If someone shares an idea that's different from yours, how do you react? Do you defend your own ideas first? That's a sure way to shut down the flow of ideas. When someone says to you, I think we should do X differently, do you reply with, why, what's wrong with the way we do it now? By offering these types of replies, you're creating an atmosphere of animosity. Ideas that are different from your own shouldn't be seen as an attack. If an employee is brave enough to share an idea for change, listen to them. This would be a great time to say, hey, that's an interesting idea. Maybe we could grab some coffee tomorrow morning so you can tell me more about it. However, often it's new employees who enter an organization with fresh eyes, who are quickly able to identify areas for improvement. They might even have solutions from their previous experience and are willing to take on a new challenge. That's why they took the new position to begin with. However, they just joined an established group. They haven't had a chance to build credibility, trust, and goodwill. Sometimes it's veteran employees who have the ideas, but still they don't feel they have a voice because the stakes are too high. 
set up a process where employees are strongly encouraged and possibly even incentivized to make suggestions. Be sure that all ideas are initially considered without first reviewing who submitted them. I still remember when I was a young intern at IBM, they had a program like this. All the employees were encouraged to submit suggestions for improvements. And if the idea was implemented, the employee was given a small percentage of the money that was saved. One of my fellow interns suggested that instead of using a courier service for the delivery of international documents, IBM should consider a new technology. Now, of course, this is going to make me sound really old, but a new technology called email. Now, I don't remember the exact figure that he was given, but it was in the tens of thousands of dollars. So you can imagine how much money that one idea saved the company. And without a program like this, I really doubt that an intern would have such impact on such a large corporation. And that leads me to the last tip. You need to use the ideas. Leaders not only need to hear ideas, but they also need to implement them and recognize the individual who contributed the idea. In fact, if possible, let the person take the lead or at least help execute the idea. When an employee comes with a great usable proposal, why not help them make it successful? Allow that person to have input wherever possible. Guide them, set them up with a mentor and a team. However, never place implementation solely on the shoulders of a person who doesn't have the necessary experience. Think of it as asking someone with a handsaw on a tree to build a house in a day. It would never happen. Instead, set them up for success. Don't just say, great, make it happen, unless the employee actually has the tools to do so. If you set up employees for failure, not only will they not share any further ideas, but neither will their coworkers. So here's the bottom line. If you want employees to share their ideas, you've got to let your employees talk first. You've got to be open-minded and you've got to be encouraging. If and when your employees voice ideas or approach you of their own volition, never respond in a defensive manner. You've got to be prepared to really listen and celebrate. If you find that an idea is a good one, then take it seriously and make sure it happens. Recognize the successes and don't punish the failures. If you follow these practices, you'll create a culture of openness and creativity within your company. What will you be doing differently to encourage communication? Let me know in the comments. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. The more you learn, the more you earn. Thanks to our sponsor, GoToMeeting with HD Faces. Remember, you can try it free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click on the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST. Connect with me for discounts, exclusive tips, and other freebies. You can join my newsletter at LisaBMarshall.com. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>